I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand to hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to Crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. You know that by now, 40 episodes in. Blah, 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 blah. Chris Boogie's here. Hey. He's here. This swab motherfucker with the polo hat on is Benny Banks. I'm here in the building. Yo, what's up? It's me. <laughs> that was extra special. And I'm joined by not just makeup, beauty, everything. fashion, everything. The Rich. whole shebang. He's, he's he knows all about that. TV personality, whatever that means. He's on the show. So, thank you, thank you. Crazy's main dog, because he loves him. And Crazy was the one that was like, we need to get him on the show. We need to get him and me and John this share a birthday, so happy birthday to us, 35 years, motherfuckers, take that shit. Jonathan Fernandez. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually so excited to be here, like... Are you really, like... We're no, no, I'm not even kidding. For one, you guys drink, okay. so already I was like, <laughs> sign me up. For two, you guys are Dominican, so it's like... And, and for three, sidebar... So we're at the Monkey Room in Washington Heights, okay. and when I was 19, I used to, I hope the owner is not uh, anywhere near, but, so when I was 19, they used to have a gay night here on Wednesdays, and I used to sneak in here with a fake ID, and at 1 a.m. like a pumpkin, run down for Washington before my mom, who's sitting right there, would wake up and realize that her little homosexual son was not home. So, mom, so I'm like, it's like a full circle moment. <laughs> Mom, did, you, did you know that that was going on? She had no idea. She said she's not Wait, a yes. Mom, mom is not a yes. Mom is not yes. a yes. Shout out to mom, by the way. She's yeah, shout out to mom. Shout out to all the supportive moms who have different ass kids and are standing right by their side. Shout out to Julissa and Giovanni as well. And God too. Yes, and God moms too. So, my brother, she said Gamma, but my baby brother, he's going to be a world-renowned famous actor. Yes, he is! Yes, he is. Because he's, he's a triple threat. My little brother can actually sing. Like, I swear to God. I'm not because not he's my brother. He's, like, I've been to his performances. Yeah, he, he's a star. He's, uh, he's... He, he likes. He wants to be like a Broadway star. Oh, that's dope. He's a dancer. And he's, he's a performer. That's he's, dope. He'll be there. he was 100,000 percent supported growing up, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so, awesome. Quick story. My brother was 12 years old when he came out. Um, and for a 12-year-old person to identify and know what he is and who he is, uh, I got a phone call from my mom. Really, My sister, not my mom. Sorry. My sister, the same time, she was in the other room because my brother went from the living room. He went into the room and he told my mom, Mom, I know who I am. This is who I am. And he told... My sister was in the other room like, um, 
Marianne just told mommy. Um, you guys might want to speak to him. Wow. And then my mom texted me and called me. I called my brother. So I was like, listen, you are who you are no matter what happens. We right. love you and support you. Somebody says something different. Let me know. I'll slap the shit out of you. That's exactly <laughs> That's a good big brother answer. And and after that, every time I say hi to him, I give him a nice big kiss in the cheek and I squeeze the shit out of him. Just so he knows that, like it's not because of even no, though he's no. bigger than both of us. He's, he's the biggest little <laughs> brother you can see. Not it no, my, my though is a big issue for you. Why? In why? the cheek? You know what I'm saying? You said you squeeze them. You didn't, you didn't ask him if he wanted to squeeze. Whoa, bro. <laughs> I mean, if I did it, let me know. You know, if there's a problem, let me know. I just, I just did it because um, I just feel that in my family, um, for him, at that, my family likes to be very, uh, and I'm taking this Jonathan. This episode yeah, I, about saying, I know, right? My fa- no, but my family, I like it, though. My family's, like, really, like, they don't, like, if, if I have an issue or a problem, I will never tell anybody else. You know, mm-hmm. I try to internalize that shit. That's a Dominican so, thing, though. It's not exclusive. Yeah, so, so I told your old brother to know who he was at that point in time. Um, and I told him this, like, I, you have bigger balls than me and Benny because you did something that uh, even not just us, like, other people are very scared to do. Yeah. So, shout out to my brother. Shout out to him. I would say it took me years. It took me years to even admit it to myself. Like people, yeah, people ask me all the time. They're like, "When did you know you were gay?" But it's like, "When did you know you were straight?" Yeah. When did you know that you were attracted to women? For me, I always knew I was different. I didn't know that I was gay per se because I wasn't a sexual child at all. I didn't explore into sexuality till I was a late teen. I was a late bloomer. But then growing up, I felt different, so I internalized that as low self-esteem. So when I was attracted to a boy, what I would see it as is, oh my God, I want to look like him or I want to dress like him. So I would run home and like tell my mom, mom, I need to have a, a, a Columbia jacket and it has to be purple on top and blue at the bottom. That's the one I want. And my mom was like, mijo, I don't know where the fuck to find it. I'm like, find it. Or like, I wanted the blue Jansport with like extra strings because that's what the boys that I liked at the time had. I didn't know that it was that I had crushes on them. It was just I felt like, well, I don't, yes, assimilate to anybody in the school. I went to public school, PS173. It was hell. Shout out to PS173. But no shout outs to the motherfuckers who, oh, can I curse in here? To the motherfuckers who made my life a living hell. Right. Jonathan, you can do whatever you want. Great. So, you know, I was picked on all the time and. I used to really have crushes on these boys and I just internalized it as, oh, he's so cool or he's so fly or I want to be like him or I want to look like him. And it led to me like getting plastic surgery and all kinds of shit I'm sure we'll get into. But as a kid, you know, you don't know. And I didn't know what being gay was. I mean, growing up, my mom had gay friends. She had a friend. His name was Juanito. Shout out to Juanito. Yes. (laughs) He's passed away since, but he was eccentric. and, And my mom always had eccentric people around us she had a a lesbian friend named um, Mima and so I just knew that I could possibly live my life openly but as a child I didn't see it that way well God bless that we live in this time yes and you're able to do that because earlier on it was not oh my god not easy not at all so not at all I was gonna ask questions, but get it. None of those questions are even in there. So, okay. who is Jonathan Fernandez? It's a very broad and 
I was. I was born here. My parents are both Dominican. Okay. Um, from Mocha. Hey. Woo! Yes. Yes. Really? We might be related. We might be cousins. So we figured it out today. Jonathan and I are brothers. He, I'm like the fat, funny brother. He's like we're twins. He's he's like the handsome brother because we're born on the same day, same year, same everything. Same same time frame. Same time frame. You said you were born the madrugada. I gotta double check with mommy. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in Mount Sinai. I know that. You were born in Washington. Born and raised in Washington. It's 178th, actually. 178th in Cabrini. 178th in Cabrini. 174? Where? Wadsworth. Oh. (laughs) Trust me. I know far too well exactly where you're from. Funny story. Okay, so you know how, you know how they say Dominicans took all the Jewish people and all the Italian people out of Washington Heights. Yeah, we did. Okay, so I'll tell you a quick story. There's a furrier. Her name is uh, Adrienne Landau. What's a furrier? Landau. She is a. She's. She makes all those furs. So you see all the furs that that Nicki Minaj wears and 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 Cardi B wears. The yellow. The yellow. This woman designs these fucking furs. So my friend ends up getting a job as her creative director. So I go to a party with them. Just a backstory of loving, of of fucking, what is it, Washington Heights. Sorry, I'm drunk as well. (laughs) So I'm talking to this lady, older Jewish lady. She's like, you know, living her best life with her cocktail. She's got to be 70. And we're talking. And she's like, where are you from? I said, oh, Washington Heights. She said, me too. I said, really? I'm thinking this loaded ass, older Jewish lady. She like works with all the big stars. And she said, where did you grow up? And I said, oh, I grew up on a small little block called Cabrini Boulevard. It's Cabrini, but there's a small little Cabrini Boulevard that's just one block. And she said, what the fuck? Are you serious? (laughs) Me too. And I said, you're lying. You have got to be kidding me. I said, well, I lived on the last building, building nine. She said, oh, my God, me too. (laughs) So I said, wait a minute. What? I said, are you kidding me? I said, I lived on the top floor. We had a fire escape in our bedroom, and we used to look out. She said, is your apartment 5B? And I said, uh, yeah, that's where I grew up. She said, are you kidding me? She said, I lived in that apartment till 1982. What? And I said, you've got to be kidding me because that is the year that my dad and my mom moved in there. Let's go. Isn't that crazy? Such a fucking crazy story. Anyways, that's my... And our, our Jose... Jose's also oh. from Cabrini Boulevard, which is insane. It just it happens to be I didn't plan that shit. That's Are crazy. Yes, he is. He just said. Oh, yo, you don't, 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 yo, you had to learn how to skate through dog pool if you're from Cabrini. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's when like the dog passed to school. So, so yes, yeah, so it's a Cabrini episode. Yes. All right. So back to your question. So who is, who is Jonathan okay. Fernandez? So Jonathan is. That sounds ridiculous. I am. Um, I am a brother. That sounds terrible. I love the third person one. I am a brother. I am a, a man. Okay. Okay. My mom, my father passed away when I was young. And when I came back home, my mom sat me on her lap and she said, you're the man of the family. You have sisters and you're surrounded by women and you are to make something of yourself. The man of the house takes care of the house. And so I always 
was cognizant of the fact I might be a different man, but I am a man. So Jonathan is a man, and Jonathan is a, a brother, a person who cares about people around him, and I'm a person who never wants to succeed if everybody around me can't succeed as well. Yes. Wow. Siblings, ooh, baby. Uh, my father was Rolling Stone, so... <laughs> From my dad's side, it's six of us. From my mom's side, it's three of us, and I have a stepsister as well. That so is like part of the family. You oh yeah. Any times you get asked how many siblings you have, and it comes with a disclaimer, you're Dominican. If your dad had like a secret family, might be Dominican. I mean, wait, hold on. No, we're not condoning that. Oh, I am. Live your best life. Fuck everybody. Okay. Yes. All right. If, but I'm just saying. Live your best life. Right? Yes. I'm just saying. I have aunts and uncles who are way younger than me. My grandfather's still getting it in. Hold on. Yes. I say siomtio and siomtia to somebody who's probably 17. True story. Hold on a second. So it, it, my grandmother had 11 children, and I have a cousin who's older than his aunt. And they used to hang out together all the time. So, uh-huh. uh, it, it, I get it. It's understandable. It's understandable. I'm just saying, it's, it, you might want to like stick to one woman if you can. That's the Dominican. If that's not you, style. then that's not you. Papa. That's not me. <laughs> that's not stick to one woman. That's not me at all. <laughs> or one man, or one man and woman. If you that's want. not me either. One of each. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> So He's you, also you gave us son. a little background on your life and family, which was the second question. Uh-huh. Um, you obviously have sisters. Yes. Um, and how did you get into... I'm sorry, I said you obviously have sisters. I'm going to ask him about makeup. N- not, makeup had nothing to do see. with just women. I just put myself in the wrong box there. Yeah. But no, yeah. <laughs> how did you get to makeup and beauty products? Like, what got you into that? Like, that's... You know, that's there's a, there's a lot of competition. Did you have to do with your sister? That's how you asked no, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right because it did. Because it did. Beauty and makeup. Uh, yes, in a sense. So growing up, do you guys remember Bob Ross, the guy who used to paint on public access? Right? Remember he used to paint trees? Yes. And he would paint little birds and fucking corny little uh, fucking. So I used to paint as a little kid. My thing was painting landscapes. And my mom was obsessed with these little paintings that I would make. Or I would redecorate the house. My mom would go to work and come back. And I would literally... In the 90s, it was a big thing to do like what was called technica on the walls. So my mom would go to work and come back. And the whole house would be like pink with like all these sponge paintings everywhere. And my mom was like... Okay. The, the sala looks nice. The comedor looks nice. The bathroom needs a lot of work. So anyhow, so I was trying to find a way to channel all of that because I was so into art, so into painting, into a career. My stepsister, Sigri, was always obsessed with makeup. So my mom's gift to her was always those gifts. You know when you go to Macy's and Christmas, there's always these big boxes yeah. from Estee Lauder with like right. lipstick and this and that and all the bullshit. So every Christmas, my mom would give my sister this. And so I'm like, well, bitch, I paint, so let me paint your face with this shit. <laughs> and so unbeknownst to my mom, when my mom would leave to work, I would put Use on... the word unbeknownst. Like, yes. <laughs> 
So my mom had glitter heels. It was the 80s and the 90s. So my mom had glitter heels. I would go in her closet. I would put the glitter heels on and, and rub my feet together to watch the fucking glitter sprinkle everywhere. And I would do my sister's makeup with this makeup. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm really good at this. So then when I got to high school, I Hold hated on. it. One second, one second. Do you still use the glitter from the heels and put it in the makeup? I didn't, but my... Homosexuality made me enjoy sprinkling glitter all over the house. And my mom would come home and find the glitter sprinkled everywhere. She's like, But it was on me taco? What? Why is where's this is from my heels? And I'm like, It was jazz. Meanwhile, my sister was a tomboy, but I would blame her. Yeah, I, I just was like, we're having a whole moment. And my grandmother didn't know. She was listening to like Christian hymns and Radio Mission Cristiana. She didn't know what was going on. So we were in the back of the house playing games. And so when I was in high school, I had a terrible time. I went to a Catholic high school. I was like, I wait, get wait, wait. it. Stop them out. Let's throw them under the bus. Who? Because I went to one. Say Agnes. But I will say they were great to me. Nah, they were really good. Them. I went to Ohio, so. And oh, no. <laughs> St. Agnes was great. They knew I was different. I joined my first 10% club. I met mad gay people there. But I was like, this isn't for me. So I came home and I told my mom, I was like, listen, this shit is not for me. I get conventional fucking education. I'm not encouraging anybody to drop out. My story is an isolated story. But for me, I knew what I needed at that moment because I was severely depressed. I said, I have to get out of there, mom. And my mom said, this is against everything that I believe in, but I'm not going to turn my back on you. You have one year. You have one year. I'm letting you sign up to beauty school. If you can get that one job that you want, which was at uh, Avon Salon and, and Spa in the Trump Tower on 57th Street. I was 15. What? I said, oh, no, bitch. I'm getting the job. She said, you got one year. Shout out to mom. She said, you got one year. Yeah. And I did. And so in beauty school, I went to every single teacher who, who, who taught me. And I said, I need a letter, uh, a reference letter. Because I'm scared I'm not going to get the gig because I'm too young and because I'm Hispanic. It was all white people that used to work there. Mm. And I was like, I, but I need this job because they pay for college tuition. So the barter with my mom was that I will get the job at Avon and I will go to college. I never made it to college because I became super successful in my career. And my mom was like, well, now, bitch, you're making more money than all your cousins that are in college. So you did a good thing. Can I, ask mom I definitely one wasn't. Mom, <laughs> you're not gonna be on the camera. So oh, no. were, were you at that point in time? Like it takes a lot for a mother to give that space that belief, to their that son, that, that belief. So I, now that you know who Jonathan is, what back then were you? Do you think this would happen? I was really in him. Yes, I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you I, did. I, we had that conversation when he was like 15. Yeah. Wow. And I, I believe in him. Yeah. So. Wow. Mom said. Yeah. She did. She's not mic'd up. She did. She's not mic'd up and there's no mic around. She said, I always believed in him. And then we had that conversation at mm -hmm. 15. But for a mom to give a 15-year-old yeah. that freedom... Because she believed that she knew that yeah. who he knew, who he knew, he knew but it came he it came from bullying too. Like I was bullied my whole life. I was bullied in, in PS 173. Then when I went to Catholic school, the bullying was a little bit different, but it was still I felt less than. And then in high school, there was bullying. So my mom saw bullying for me my whole life, and she figured 
if this is the only thing that's she was always concerned with me being like suicidal or something like that she used to ask me all the time are you ever gonna harm yourself do you think about that and i'm like mom no i love my life i just want people to love me so so you mentioned bullying let me ask you something that was in the news so a young man in the bronx he was being bullied by another Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up stabbing that young kid. Good for he him. He was just indicted. <laughs> yes, he was just indicted for it's a really up. long time manslaughter. Like, um, and the mom was on. The, I mean, well, he, he <coughs> understand the other side. That's what yeah. Listen, so, I've seen. I ID channel is my jam. That is what I watch when I'm bored, <laughs> and I listen to criminal podcasts. I see so many white people get away with murder, literally murder, because they plead temporary insanity. If you have never been the product or the victim of bullying, you do not understand what that does to the human psyche. When people watch me on reality TV break and spaz all the time and they want to judge me, you've never sat. And, and and known what it feels like to deal with literally a whole entire decade of people telling you this is what's wrong with you this is why you're fucked up this is why you ain't shit so the moment that you realize no y'all niggas ain't shit you snap and so that boy does not deserve to be incarcerated i will say he maybe he needs to get some psychiatric evaluation but i see white people get away with murder all the time and plead that boy had a psychotic break from all the years of abuse and it is not fair what's his name i don't know his name justice for hashtag that boy that 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 broke justice for him period Abel, justice so for Abel Sedano. It is not fair. He had not a, a, he had a psychotic break due to what his previous experience were before that moment, and it is not fair. So let me ask you a, a question. As a person, you've been on that side. Would, yeah. Is there something that you, like a program or something you would come up with where someone who has been bullied or is in, a, in, in that space yeah. for them to come so you can tell them, listen... This is what happens, and this is how you deal with it. Because I feel like that's the problem. There's no real outreach for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, luckily now there is. So there's so many hotlines that it, it, obviously people are bullied for being part of a marginalized group. Mm-hmm. So people are bullied for being um, uh, schizophrenic, or people are bullied for being autistic, or being gay, or being whatever. Now every every subgroup has a, a hotline or something i would beg anybody who is out there being bullied and this is very serious to before you consider harming yourself or harming somebody else do your homework the internet is a bountiful place and you can find anything that you need to know there is I promise you, somebody out there who's going through the same thing that you are, and the very moment that you feel like you belong to a community, all those negative thoughts will dissipate. I, I, I hated the world for so long, and I hated so many people. I, I, I even hated family members. And once I realized I'm not alone, and there's a big community that I'm a part of, I said, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not only a part of this community. I want to be a leader in this community. Yeah. And it will change your life. Fuck bullies. And Gyra, if you're watching this bitch, I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> look at me now, bitch, and look at you. Yeah, Gyra. So, uh, actually, um, there is a, was a hotline for 
um, transgender people who are thinking of yes. committing suicide. It mm-hmm. just went up. Um, Finally, you, about time, man. Yes. Long yes. Out, Long overdue. On our, on, our, on our page, but um, yeah. I saw that you put it up as well. I did. And back. you can see it on my page as well. At I'm so Jonathan. If, like I said, I, I put these pages up all the time, not to put a cloud over this. We're going to have a drinking game, by the way. We will be having a drinking and we're going to lighten the mood. Okay. But if there is anybody watching this who has contemplated hurting themselves or hurting somebody else, know that you're not alone and I know your pain and it is better to come out a victor than a victim. Thank you. So, no, this is exactly what we want. We needed yeah. someone. We needed someone. Yeah. But, uh, I have family members that are in the makeup industry. I um, actually have a question about that. Wait, are you wait, wait. wearing makeup right now? I am. You are? Yes. Yo, that, because those are my questions for later. Hold, hold on, on a second. Let me get to that first. <laughs> Dang, dude. You know what's the next? Right. I need to come back and I need to give you all like makeup, makeup makeovers. Makeup. I need to do put makeup on the straight man. Makeup on the straight man sounds like the jam. So I'm 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 ready for it. I gotta get a sleep even, bro. I gotta get my So my cousin who's a makeup artist. I wanna see the way you do with those big eyes. Hey, listen. These are captivating, baby. Okay. To my right, we have a potential smoky eye. So my, I have uh, actually I have my sister's best friend. Oh, can I get one too? <clears throat> yes, and uh, my cousin who lives in Providence, but she's you know she was gonna change her flight to come over here just to meet you. She does makeup also as well. Oh lit! So I have like four or five people that do makeup that wanted to be here to just meet you, just Thank to you. let you know the following. That plus I had to tell some people like oh it's limited space in the back, so. If you can come, get there. Well, I appreciate and that. And there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people that couldn't make it, and I I'll uh, fill you in. Funny story. Go. Jonathan, uh, and oh. I go way back. And way back from my childhood. And oh. Jonathan's always known that I've been a makeup aficionado, and Jonathan was the first person to believe in my makeup skills. Yes. And he got me an interview at Mac. With yes. Oh yeah. I remember that. And she was one of the first people to hire me as a professional makeup artist from the high Hold on. Hold on. I actually did my little sister's Sweet 16 makeup. Oh, shit. I did? Yeah. You did? Wait. Your goddaughter? And no, you did his sister, but my sister's Sweet 16. You did? I didn't know any of this, so wow. I did. You've done my face. Yes. Well, Jonathan and I go back. I just don't throw his name around because I like it that I just get to see him. Because you're humble. I love you. But I love you. <laughs> uh, but, um, and, I, and I'm like a fan. Like I just like him in his face because I like to see him shine because from the beginning, I knew. But he told me, you're good at what you do. I think you should go and apply at MAC. And I remember shooting from downtown, um, going straight from Wall Street to the MAC, to 34th Street, with my eyes done, and the person that was supposed to interview me wasn't there that day. You remember? And then after that, como que, I didn't feel like I should have gone back because I was like, maybe it's not meant to be. But after that, I would. I told him, and I told him when I first hired him, I said, I'm going to pimp you out. 
I remember. And, <laughs> and she did. And I did. And then I met other yeah. colleagues of his, but we've always kept in touch. But shout out to him because even in his own way, he has um, opened the doors. And he, I can honestly say he's not someone that follows these IG makers. Like, for Jonathan to actually acknowledge that you have skills, it's because he knows how you get there. Thank and you. Thank you. But that's a testament to like our culture, period. Like Dominicans will rally around their people. When I tell you it is crazy, obviously I have people who support me from all different cultures or whatever, but all there's so many Dominicans around me, like Erica and Julissa and Giovanni. The there's so no, 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 make many. Make it bring it, make it bring it. <laughs> Patty, come on, make it bring it. But you know what It's such a testament to like Dominican Americans Especially first generation to second generation Dominicans Like when we see somebody On their way up Instead of shooting them down We build them up And people ask me all the time Like how did you How did you Because I dropped Like I said I dropped out of high school I don't even have a GED so when people see the things that I've done or the countries that I've visited, they're like, how did you do that before you were 30? And honestly, yes, a lot of people believe to be, but more than that, it was so many Dominicans around me rallying and, and boosting me up. Like them, they're all here, and we all grew up together. Ooh, it's so many faces in the room that saw me in diapers. Like, what, like, you know, we were in your house listening to Selena when Selena died, and it was so many, seriously. So, I just, wait, hold on a second. He mentioned earlier, he doesn't condone. The reason why we have certain guests on the show is to illustrate, like, okay, you might not be conventional, you can't go through college, and you can't finish high school. That does not mean you can't, you can't, you can't be successful. Yeah. yeah. You got to find your niche, your lane, and do yeah. you. And do the end of thing. one journey doesn't mean the end of your life. It exactly. just means the beginning of a new one. nominated I saw for like a MTV award or something oh, really? but you know what it was nominated for that I'm proud of what? a GLAAD award yeah. Yeah. Okay. in the GLAAD awards or the show no the show the yeah. show alright so what most people don't know is that when Love and Hip Hop first started I was a makeup artist for the show so I was doing everybody's makeup. I was doing Chrissy and Jim Jones. I was doing Emily B. I was doing Samaya. I was Jim doing... Jones, the hardest dude in the room was wearing makeup? No, he wasn't wearing makeup. Hold on now. I'm not trying to put that out there. But I made sure... I love you, Jimmy. I made sure the men were not shiny. Let's say that. Uh, that's me. Um, but, you know, Olivia and all of them. 
And so when they introduced Yandy and Kimbella to the cast, season two, I was already friends with Yandy because I had been doing Missy Elliott's makeup. And Yandy used to co-manage Missy Elliott under Mona Scott Young. And so what most people don't know is I was behind the cameras for years. People think and love to say on social media that K. Michelle created me. K. Michelle is a singer. Some of you may know her. Most of you might not. Um, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, one person can claim they created me, and that's Miriam Lopez, and a bitch is sitting right there. (laughs) So anybody, anybody who wants to claim they created Jonathan, you've got heavy competition because she doesn't back down from a fight. Yes. That being said... So I knew... So... <laughs> it was because it was you were makeup... Well, I, yep. on IMDb, it says you're credited for years. makeup artist yes. for the show. And so being a makeup artist on the show, you know, the, the crew on the show becomes really tight. It becomes a big family. The producers all build a niche around the people who create the show. So do the cast members. For instance, I met Emily B on the show. Emily B is like my sister. Her kids call me Theo. Wow. Literally, wow. we're like this. I mean, you're probably the only two Dominican on the show. No, I'm going to be the mocho. Who? Who's that? Oh. Right. Oh. Hey. I go back oh. to my original oh. statement. I'll go back to my original statement. I'll go back. I'll go back. No, we don't. I'll go back to my original statement. There's only two Dominicans on the show. Emily. Okay. He got it right. And Tahiri was there for a little season. So you know, so being being behind the scenes for so many years, the network got to know all of us mm-hmm. for years back from like season three. But you're I, like gold, though. They should have put you on immediately. Well, they so back in season two, back in season two, because they saw how close me and Emily were, they tried to do it. Back then, I was heavier. I didn't feel sexy. I didn't feel confident. I used to laugh after every sentence. I just knew I wasn't going to be good TV. So I said no. I was like, I don't want to do this. They brought Kay Michelle onto Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Later on, she got her own show. They did a whole pilot. I was not involved in it. And when the network saw it, and when the producers saw it, they said. Something's missing here You're not vibing They said what about your makeup artist We've known him for years He's hysterical Behind the scenes Let's see what he does Let's put him in front of the camera Let's test him It was a test And all of a sudden They were like Oh no You're on the show You're one of the main ones Yay Yay. TV Gold Thanks friend no, and he's not. I'm not fucking kidding. I swear. I mean, I, I messaged Jonathan a long time ago, but Craze was one of the ones that was like, we need to have Jonathan. Star, for sure. like, I feel like. For sure. You know, the thing about it is this. For me, um, I'm a Dominican man. Obviously, we have a lot of. Uh, we don't have a lot of representation that's not a stereotypical drug dealer from. You know, 100%. Yeah. So I feel like just to see an, another type of Dominican yes. on the show. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking hilarious. So I was like, yo. Well, the comedy cool. part is just his person. And the, again, I don't think you have to do a nobody. Oh, I'll scream. I got you. I got you. Okay, so she is. She's, but my question is besides Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. like, 
Is there something, like, is there a dream project you would like to do? I mean, away from the makeup. Like, if somebody came to you with a television, like, Jonathan, mm-hmm. I want to put X amount of dollars behind you, whatever mm-hmm. network it is, what, um, what would you do with that? So, so the first time that I did Love & Hip Hop, two seasons ago, I, I, at the end of the season, I literally was in a moment where I was like, why did I do this? Like, the world thinks I'm crazy. The world thinks that I, all I do is scream and that I'm dramatic. And that is a portion of me. That is a portion of me. That's very much the inner Tia Silvia that lives in me. Everybody has that one Tia that loses it. My Tia is Tia Silvia. And she, shout out to Tia Silvia. She lives inside of me, and I didn't realize how much till I saw myself on reality TV. So at the end of the show, I was like, you know, why did I do this? The world thinks I'm fucking crazy. If they even asked me to come back, and they did. And so I was like, you know what? If I come back, I want to... Ratings would drop if they wouldn't have asked. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Like, there's, some, there's a little kind of doll personalities. Mona, you need to do... You need to do real. I'll be honest. They're saying it, not me. <laughs> Cut them text, Mona. But we need to re-up on it. But I was like, you know what? If I want, if I come back, I want to have a purpose and I want to do something. And then I, I was like, why did you even start doing any of this? I was like, I want to have my own makeup line. I'm into fragrance. I want to have my own fragrance line. It was just all these things. things. Those are all things that, luckily for me, yes, I at the time didn't have the capital to say launch a whole makeup line. It cost like two hundred thousand dollars to come up with your own makeup line. Because of the show, while I'm sitting there wondering why did I do this, because of the exposure that it gave me, people reached out and said, listen, we want to put all this money behind you. You don't have to pay anything. You're the creative director. You're the owner. Go with it. So I do have my own makeup line and my own cosmetic line coming up. They're both called, um, they're both under the franchise of Carnavo and Co. And what about the fragrance? Because uh, we took a picture earlier and... You smell, smell So just <laughs> literally last week. <laughs> Thank you. He looks and smells phenomenal. He's not the first man to tell me this. <laughs> we can do a scratch and sniff test, guys. Um, I'll tell you where you can scratch, though. <laughs> so he didn't scratch there, I promise. <laughs> We're totally going off topic. Where's the drinking game? You haven't even made oh, but real quick, just to plug it. Okay, just to plug it, yes. So, okay, so my brand is called Calnavo and Co., which Calnavo okay. was the first woke Dominican, or actually inhabitant of the Española. We don't know if he was Haitian or Dominican or whatever, okay. but when Christopher Columbus landed on Española, he left 40 colonizers there, and Calnavo was the first person to fight oppression and say, these people are here to take over our land. Fuck these motherfuckers. Let's kill all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Killed all 40 of them with his wife, Ana Caona. And so all all the men fragrances are under Caonabo. All the female fragrances are under Ana Caona. There we go. Now to the drinking game. Very nice. So, okay, one more. Can I? We need a drinking game. We have to. There's so much liquor. I can't can't go to sleep soundly knowing that we left liquor go to waste. I have three more questions before we get to the drinking game. Yes, three more questions. What is something about you? Hold on. What is something about you that people do not know from your television? 
well, they know a lot about your life and TV. But what is something that you keep guarded and safe that you don't like? Yeah, tell are you a you. secret baseball player or a tennis player? Like, were you ever? Tell us something. Never. Or we can ask mom or something. You know. Never. The most athletic I ever was was in my all boys school I said I don't play sports so what can I do he said cheer the boys on and I was the only one male cheerleader for 2,000 boys I was by myself I'm still gonna go back in Give me something else that nobody knows. Something about that you. nobody knows. That is very no, private. Tell. Um, Maybe some people know. Like your favorite food. Or you no. no. Or you're a shy person. Or you. You know what it is? I because because I'm a reality star and I'm so open. I'm more open than all the other reality stars on that same platform. I feel like anything about me, you guys know. His, in his. You guys know it. I don't keep anything Jonathan's a secret. Stare is intense. Yeah. And he's looking at me. He's like. My mom taught me that because my mom, when I was a little kid, said I was very insecure growing up. I was insecure, so I wouldn't look people in their face. And my mom sat me on her lap one time. We used to be boliteros. You know what the bolita is? Racketeering. You, you. That's what my whole family did. That's what I'm so good at math. And honey, she did her numbers. Look at her. She's gagging. She's gagging. She's gagging. This was back in the day. This was back in the fucking day. Many moons ago. Many moons ago. Listen, there's a seven year fucking, what is it? There's a seven year gap. Yes. So if you want to come find us, it's too late, bitch, because I was a kid. But she was done running her numbers, and I don't remember. It was a man sitting across from her, and I was talking to him, allegedly. And I wouldn't look him in the face. And my mom sat me on her lap and she said, when you talk to another man, you have to look them in the face or they're never going to take you serious and they're going to think you're a liar. And so I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be called a liar. And so I look people in their face. (laughs) Who inspired you as far as like in life? It doesn't have to be makeup because people... I, that's, I didn't want to ask any makeup questions because you're not a makeup artist. You're yes. more than that. And right? I think that you've proven that in the last couple of years. So who is someone that inspires you? I'll give you three. Okay. First, it was a makeup artist named Kevin O'Conn. Yes. He is like, for all those who don't know makeup or who are venturing into makeup, research him, Google him. He was yes. amazing. He wrote the first books. Yes. Uh, two was my mom because she was always a single woman. A single Hispanic woman in America with not great English. And my mom always did the best that she could. She worked hard. And then my mom always... some People are always like, how are you so cultured if you're from Washington Heights? But there wasn't a single Rocketeer show on Radio City that I didn't know of. Like, I have pictures as a child sitting next to fucking Celia Cruz and, and Pedro. Rest in peace, what? by the way. Rest it's in 16, peace today. It's, it's, today, yes. How many years? 16. So today is the exact, which is wow. You just brought her up. Yeah. So rest in peace to her. Wow. You yeah. So my mom was like, you know what? Although we can only afford to live in Washington Heights, I can also afford to give you the life of those who live out of Washington Heights. And I want you to experience that. So wow. she was always a big motivation for me. And my sister Jasmine. My sister Jazz was like, I've never seen nobody with that kind of tenacity as a human being. My sister got pregnant at 14. Okay. At 15, she gave birth. The way that my sister was... 
uh, talked about in front of her face and walking through Washington Heights. You know how Dominican older ladies are. Ay, niña, pero tan joven. And when I saw my sister always keep her head up and walk through the crowd and, yeah, bitch, I made a mistake and I'm here and I'm going to make the best of it. It inspired me. Yeah, it happened. It wasn't a mistake. Well, people... It wasn't. My sister, you know, my sister was a young girl and, and girls at that age can can make decisions that they might later regret. But my sister made the best of it, and my sister gave her daughters the best life. They have the best education, and I've never seen nobody work like that. So now, I have to order a fresh beer. Jonathan wants to play it. You sure you want... A, yeah, Listen, play I'm a fan of the show. I'm a. I will say that I'm a fan of the show. I've never seen you guys this drunk before on the show. You guys are a little tossed up. I honestly, I want to say though, you guys are a little drunk. We're gonna, we're gonna. Well, we have we asked the audience questions. Okay, but we'll play one round of this tricky game. We're playing two rounds. We're playing two rounds. I could drink any man under the table, gay or straight. Let me prove it. Okay, so we'll take questions from the audience. And what? So we're playing. Is playing me the rules again? Never have I ever. He's out. He's done. I just, you know, never have I ever. Yeah, go ahead. Never have I ever. You say things that you, have, that you have never done. Never done. Done. You done. You drink. You drink. That's but it's thing. cheating for me because you guys are playing with me. I've done everything. Ah, uh, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Hold on, before we play that. The co-host went to the bathroom. Benny always does that. Does that mean we're going on commercial break? No, we're not going to commercial break because I'm going to let the audience ask a question. You ask a Wait, question. Wait, hold on. I didn't turn off my mic by Jonathan. mistake, did I? No. What, you are? Did I turn my mic off? I hit it by the table. Oh, okay. Let me see. I, it's on. Okay. Yeah, it's on. So we'll let the audience ask a question. They can ask the question. Jonathan will answer. And then we'll ask another question. So uh, the lady that's asking questions will oh, go first. This is my cousin. She's in the audience. Oh, Vanessa, you got one too? So Vanessa will go first, then O, then Des. That's fair. Vanessa, you go first. From Cali, fresh from Cali. Thank you. It's not PG-13. Go ahead. Honey, I live my life X-rated. I want to know more about the orgy with our race. Wait, wait, wait. With who? Who's that? Excuse me. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Vanessa. Who's that? Vanessa, I uh, I, I don't know, know her. Skip. That's a good one. I'll give you the details. You want that? Hold on a second. I'm gonna as the host of the show is gonna be a first. Jonathan's on the show, so Jonathan will be the host. He will be the curator because I you have to use the bathroom. It's been two guests and we've been drinking. You have to use the bathroom. I this is gonna be terrible. So do you want to answer this one? Yes, I got you. Yeah. So Jonathan, it's the Jonathan Fernandez show. You're sure you want to pee right now? You're gonna miss all the juicy details. Well, I got all the installations. If I don't do it, I'm gonna get out of here. Get out of here. So let's trade seats to make it even better. No, honestly, we're gonna trade seats. There we go. Is anybody gonna go to his chair? It's still on. No, I'll sit here. We'll turn the mic this way. Mom. 
Is okay. Is mom gonna pop in? No. Okay. So. Gio, you wanna get up? So it's another time to the show. Before I give you the details of the orgy, oh, okay. Giovanni, whoa, whoa, wait. earmuffs. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Wait, wait. Before we explain, oh, Giovanni. Giovanni is not twelve years old. He's, he is twenty-one years old, legal. So, <laughs> but he's like my little protege. I like saw him in diapers, so it feels a little weird. That's true. Also, his next-door neighbor yes. and his family's over here. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about this orgy. Oh, okay, so for my 25th birthday, my friends Anais, well, my previous friend Anais, and my actual best friend Jonas decided to throw me a birthday party. My friend was a promoter at the time, so he said, um, "You know, the only way I can lure people in is if we bring strippers." So I said, "Amazing." He said, "Pick your strippers." Great. So I picked, handpicked all the strippers for my birthday. I picked all these beautiful men and women. They were all the dancers of my party. Come the day of my birthday, nobody's there. It is ghost town. And Anais was supposed to be performing. So we're backstage, I'm doing Anais's birthday, Anais's makeup for my birthday. And she's like, who cares, bitch? It don't matter, we're gonna have a good time. And I was like, bitch, how the fuck we gonna have a good time when there's nobody here? It's just you, me, and the stripper. She's like, yeah, bitch, that's the good time. And I didn't know what she was talking about. So I'm like, I don't want to just have a good time with you and Jonas and these strippers. I want to have a party. So fast forward, maybe 10 more people showed up. Anais was singing to an empty crowd and a ton of strippers. Come, come the end of the night in Connecticut at that time. This was my 25th birthday 10 years ago. Oh, thank you, Patty. I appreciate you that. You sure you wow. need it? Uh-huh. So, 10, it's 10 years ago. At that time, the area of Connecticut that we were all in, the parties were over at 2. So, at 1.50, Anaisa's like, you ready? And I'm like, bitch, you not ready for what? She's like... For the party, bitch. This isn't the party. I said, well, what's the party? She said, oh, it's an after party. So tell the stripper, come with us. And I was like, okay. So I'm inviting all the strippers back to my friend Jonas's house. And my friend Jonas is a huge prude. He's very, like, nervous Nelly. He's very anxious. So he's like, oh, uh, 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 Jonathan, uh, what's happening? She's she's, invi- she's she's inviting strippers to my house. And I, I, I haven't cleaned. And he's spiraling. So I'm like, bitch, go with the fucking flow for once in your fucking life. It's Connecticut. He has a huge his bedroom has a huge bathroom huge ensuite bathroom with a jacuzzi in it so Anais gets in first she goes in to take a bath like the little mermaid she's swimming around naked and I'm like well okay this is lovely but we have people outside she said no the party isn't here go out and get the guy that wore the purple thong and I said what do you mean she said, just follow my lead. Just listen. She's like a whole domination. She set the whole thing up. So I'm bringing in one guy, bringing in a girl, bringing in everybody. She's like, okay, you want him to do this? Well, now you have to eat her pussy. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I do not want to do that. I, I, this is where I draw the line. That's where you draw the line? Wait. Uh, it was a stripper who came from New York in Connecticut. She had been dancing right. all night. You're I right. kind of drew the line. Right. But right. I rolled with the punches and I did it. And I, oh! and I didn't like it. You didn't like it. 
So I looked no, up but... and I was like, and I used, it tastes like batteries. It tastes like <laughs> when you put your tongue on like a Duracell battery, like to see if it has life, it tasted like bee loss. And I was like, I don't like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Ave Maria. There we go. That's as much as you're going to get from the orgy. But she started it. So, goodness gracious. How did you survive that night? Welcome back to the Jonathan Fernandez Show. The next question is from my man O right there. O is actually, you see that hat he's wearing, O designed, and he wears, that's ADC, a different concept. So that's the name of his, his clothing line. Is it a statement? Okay. It's talking to you. My wife, Keisha. So we need a picture with a good camera. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm in it. He wanted to make sure that shit was on air recorded. I didn't get that. Two, I just said, my wife, you're fucking attractive, dude. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you can't say anything about it because I came with my wife. So Keisha's walking in here. Hey, oh, Keisha. We're taking our picture, Keisha. We're just so, talking about you. Repeat it again. Oh, no, no, no. Don't backtrack. Repeat it again in front of your <laughs> lady. Don't backpedal. Yes. We're not talking about that. We're, We're talking, talking about, about the after. second statement. Yeah. Thank you. No, I said I it from the that. beginning. He smelled great and he Why looks great. That's the it's it's changed now the acronym. Yeah, I, I never had a friend who was it. I, I I know people but I never knew anybody personally, right? And there's so many questions that, that I would want to ask. Shoot them all. Right? No. You answered it when you started talking. Okay. From the beginning of the interview when you said when did you know you was gay? When did you know you were straight? Mm-hmm. I was sure. like, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's well, he's a man. He said he's a man first. Well, we look at gay as being like a thing where it's like... It's, Submissive it's or feminine you know, or it's a less than. So, yeah. so when you said, when did you know you were straight? It's like, the minute I saw titties. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So I, I, I kind of get what he's saying. I want to ask Jonathan now. You made that statement. When was the first time you saw Aunt Mom, Mom is here? Mama don't care. She's boobs. When you saw when you saw boobs. Oh, okay. Okay. As a straight man, you always want to know how do you know you're gay because you don't understand it, so you don't know what that's like. Every single straight man in the world has questioned if they were gay or not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna say one thing real quick because you said your brother's gay. People say all the time, like, or people question if it's a choice or not. Let me tell you this. Given the option, and this is going to sound crazy, it's going to sound bigoted, it's going to sound racist, it's going to sound insane. Given the option to be a minority or a majority in the womb, nobody would ever pick to be the minority. I'm a double minority. There you go. I'm Latino and I'm gay. Nobody would ever, and I'm excessively gay. There's a lot of gay men. I mean, I'm excessively gay. There's a lot of gay men who live their life like you know they, they, they you know what I'm saying hey, a pound my nigga yeah they they live their life like that. I never lived my life like that. So I, the minute I knew I was gay, I was I was dyeing my hair crazy colors. I was like wearing tie dye. I was wearing crop tops. That my mom was like, 
okay, mijo, I understand. Like, you're gay, but why does your hair have to look like a locrio? Like, why does it have to look orange? Yeah, <laughs> no, well, me, I, that was how I wanted no, to. I've seen it. gay thugs no, before. I've seen yeah. guys that I, I, I honestly, no. one of my best friends in college was gay, and he took me to Escuelita one night. If you don't know what that is, Google oh, it. Oh, I know. It used to be a club on 40 Deuce. And I walked in, and outside the club, there was dudes in Mermont's in North Face. Mm-hmm. Thick ass gold chains. Tim's. I don't think Tim's tells you what New York. No, Tim's. No. Hard ass motherfuckers. I walked in. Living Vida Loco was playing, and they were grinding on each other. And that. that, that I, I'm not being. I'm not. I'm not making fun of Ricky. That was just the song that actually was playing, and they were grinding on each other. And when I went back home, I was like, I understand. There's dude. Those dudes are scared to be who they are. Nobody would pick to be the minority. Nobody would pick to be a target. Like I literally walk into so many situations with a bullseye on my back and on my forehead. I do. Literally, like, I remember when I used to take the train. I don't take the train at all because I'm claustrophobic for one. And for two, I hate ignorance. And I ran into the most ignorant people on the train. And nobody would walk into that situation. Nobody would choose that. Nobody would pick that. My grandmother is the most religious woman I've ever seen in my life. Like, Mm. people be saying they're religious... My grandmother holds the Bible near and dear. She wakes up in the morning, she paints her eyebrows on, and she reads the Bible. For real. True story, true story. And literally, I will never forget this. My grandmother, one time, I was drinking, and it was her best friend, Clara, drinks as well. We were all drinking. And my grandmother, with tears in her eyes, said, you know, I've lived my life a woman of faith. I've lived my life close to the Bible. And I would love to be able to say that I don't have any questions for God, but I do have one, and it's you. You didn't pick this. She said, I knew you were the way that you are before you knew. And she did. When I was a little boy, she told my mom, she said, I think, my, I think your son is gay. And so my grandmother is a testament of a person who is so close to the cloth of God and still her. We're talking about a lady who grew up in the farmlands of the Dominican Republic, used to carry water on her head in buckets, didn't have no formal education. She knew. And so she told me, she said, you're my only question. I want to know why. I want to understand if this is wrong and this is not with his word, why did he make you like this? Because before you understood to make a choice, you were this way. So that's it. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Because I So I was happy when you said I'm a man. Big balls you have to be to be on national television on a show that's watched by seven million people and say, I love dick, I take dick, I give dick. (laughs) It takes the biggest fucking balls to say that on a platform with huge 
thug rappers like Mayno, like yeah. like fucking um like all the ones who are on the show. Like yeah. I sit on the same platform with them, and I'm like, okay, that is your opinion, that is your life. My life is this. This is what I believe. This is what this is who I am, and they respect me even more. For At the it. end of the day, real recognize real. And Mayno, you just mentioned is I'm, I'm gonna use him as an example. Mayno is the type of guy that I, I don't know him personally. But it seems like to me, like he respects. Real. If you're a real person and yes. you are who you are, then that's. But if you're someone that's 100%. trying to be something, him and Stevie J are the two men from that whole. Franchise. Really, Stevie J? Yep. Really? The two men wow. from that whole franchise. Let me not say that actually, and Safari as well, okay. who uh, have banking, from the beginning okay. told me like, I don't understand your life. I don't get it. But I respect you 100% because you're 100% yourself. Okay. Do you want Keisha to sit with us? I mean, okay. But I'm leaving here today. I'm glad I came. More respect. And I have a lot more respect for you and your community. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, bro. Yo, oh. I love that. But that's. All right, he knows. No, no, but wait, wait, wait. Running oh. So we're running out of time. That's why I'm trying to go fast. Yes. Honestly, I'm looking at my director and I'm looking at. Uh, so we're trying to go. Because we're going to do a drinking game with Jonathan. He wants that. Yes. Because, you know, we're old school, so we know Kevin Coin, we know Iman books, we know all that stuff. My question to you, Jonathan, is do you get ass snobbish? Do you have, uh, because I, sometimes I feel guilty, I want to be humble, I want to be like, you don't let everybody do makeup. But I really get upset when everybody's doing the same thing, or when people only know how to do makeup, that they put on themselves on other people, and then all of a sudden you're a makeup artist. One trick ponies. As someone that loves makeup, and... There's an artistry to it. How, what do you think you can tell a makeup artist that will distinguish them from the Instagram world to someone that actually does the work? Yes. So I think that you two fucked the game up. Thank you. Because Thank you. I think people watch, people do makeup on themselves, and everybody's face shape is different. So if I were to do my makeup, I would do it so differently from all 20 women who are in the room. So, Everybody wears a different face because okay. makeup is specific to your features. Um, Can I ask you something? Oh, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. So if I pick five women, hold on, stop. If I pick five women, and we'll do this on a separate day, five women, five different faces, and we'll let you... Mm-hmm. And Craze Boogie, okay. <laughs> we'll do a short video, and you'll exactly explain exactly that. Because I want yeah. an example. So... Mm-hmm. So the point of makeup is to adorn the face, but also to correct... Um, asymmetries. This double and chin. The point of makeup is to create face. symmetry and balance in the face. So oh, somebody's nice. left eye might be droopy. If you're watching the video of My somebody whose left eye up. is droopy and she's always compensating on that side, you're going to walk around looking suspicious, looking like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't cute. You know what I'm saying? So I think YouTube fucked the game up. I think it's for everybody to use their own discernment and decide. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. For sure. For sure. For but sure. you can't knock that, though. For sure. Whoever. That's what I'm asking. Does 
I, I don't knock it, but I think it's a lot of different lanes. I think that if you stay true to yourself, at the end of the day, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. I don't think I'm the best makeup artist at all. I know I'm not the best. Um, There's a lot of makeup but, artists who are better than me. But what I get called back is because when I walk into somebody's house, the energy is mad good. And so I make people feel good. But I just want to, what I was trying to say earlier, which I couldn't get, was a lot of people who I know who actually do real makeup and do makeup on people. Like, they swear to the Bible that not because your makeup game, they might love it, but you, they love you more than the game. Yeah. And they're like, yo, he is the one. And I'm going to send you the three or four people who it is. But they were tight. They couldn't be here. And it, so they, 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 yeah. they yeah, so cheers to them. We're going to end on a high note. We're going to no, end we're on gonna, a high we're note. We're in the, the heights. Yo, we haven't had one heights. drink. Yo, can you? You've had, you've had two of these, but uh, honestly, that's that's like it's well, thank you. real. Recognized yeah. real and real people that I know that actually do real makeup and do makeup for a living, and that's their life. They swear by you, and I didn't want to bring you on here. Yes, I know makeup is what got you there, but I feel like you're bigger than that, and that's why I wanted to bring in that. No, I know, no, I'm just I, not to say that's which question is legit, but. Julissa's last question. Uh-huh. That's it. That's uh, it. Julissa. No more. Drinking day. Number one, I've been here for it. Fighting back the tears. No. The moment you sat there. I remember. I admire you. I just want to. Let's get that. And your mom, she's not here for you. She's right there. Because on a couple of occasions, I thought I'd see the house. And you were really crying at the place. So it's really hard. It's really hard. So. And I love my baby. Shout out to single moms. Shout out to single moms, and I, I'm just no. It was more of a comment, but honestly, she's she's talking about some real shit because um she as a young mother, you know, and she's raising someone up. Some guy I don't even know. He's not even in here. But it, it might be difficult. You don't have like a... It's not like in DR, like... Ay, mija, está enfermo. Ponle esto, dale esto. It's different. Like, if you're... You don't have a support system like that. So... There is no manual for none of that. So... But I do applaud the mothers that support and push and give that. Because... Because... No, hold on a second. Let's pause. Let's just pause to all that. For a parent, first of all, when you give birth to a child, every parent in this room could be like, the first thing that they want is, I want a healthy daughter or a healthy son. And the next thing is they want grandchildren. And guess what? That might not happen naturally, but when that issue comes, there's an internal conflict within you. So shout out to the mom that supports and pushes because honestly, you could be like in the circle, but it's different when you're the mom. You don't know because you're not in those feet. Right. So that's why Julissa is crying over there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I uh, 100% shout out to her. We're gonna play this drinking game because we gotta we can't end it on this type of like. No, yes. So you want me to join? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Giovanni's 21. You're a babe. It's not cold. He's gonna drink some warm ass beer. No, we gotta start the game. He's a Sanchez. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to. So we'll start this way, Vanessa. 
So oh, wait, we we'll playing? do two. Are we playing Never Have I Ever? Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. Never Have I Ever. Yeah, Never Have I Ever. You'll win. It's not fair. No, no. Never Have I Ever. We'll let Keisha go first because she wasn't here during the questions. Oh. Yes. Like something that we have never done. That you think we have never no, done. No, any question. Oh. Any question. So wait, who do I want to see drunk? Anybody get drunk? Oh, it don't matter. I end up never drunk with never having Oh, it don't matter. I'm a fucking freak show. It doesn't matter, oh. Drunk her. Do you want to see me drunk? You're 21, Gio. Me now. Yes. No, if you've never done it. You drank. So if, if I were to play and I would say, never have I ever have had a dick of my ass, they would all have to drink. I thought it was the opposite. So I was. Thank you for clarifying. Kiss the man. That's this very variety of kissing. So in the mouth. The way you kiss your girl. I mean, I kiss them. I mean, not like would kiss my girl. I've, 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 honestly, I've kissed a man, so it's not no, like really. What? Nah, that's different. So if I drink, I've never like, done it. Like, like kiss or like talk, lengua? Nah, nah. You can you drink, drink if you've never done, done it. If you've never done it, haven't done it. All right, so let's straighten these out. You drink if you've done it, not if you haven't no, done you it. You drink if you've never done it. No, you drink if you do it. What do you mean? I've never played like this. All right, so Jonathan, how do you want the rules to go? That's cheating. That's like I don't know. Then we cheat. So how do how do you how do you how do you? So you want if you've never done it, you drink. Yes. Okay. Never done. That's more fun because it makes people tell the truth. Okay. Okay. You guys never kissed a man. Drink. Okay. I just. Next question. Dollar. L.A. Keys is your turn. Vanessa. Giovanni. <laughs> okay, this side. No question. No question. Mom. So, Mom, you get one. Never have I ever give them a, a hypothetical. Huh? Never have I ever. Una pregunta. Mom is going to call it a Wait, Never have I ever run from a woman. Never have I ever run from a woman. I mean, I've run. From, from. You ran from a woman. Hey! Dagman beer. Dagman beer. But wait, if you ran from a woman, you take a sip. Yes. So I never ran from a woman. Okay. Keisha, yeah, I need you to give me one. No, give me one. Give me one. You and Vanessa got to give me one. Vanessa. All right. Never have I ever. There you go. Never have I ever shoplifted. Oh. So if you've done it, you drink. If you've shoplifted, then you drink. What if you were literally done it by accident? They forced me to do it, and I confess. No, you guys didn't. They forced me to do it when I was a kid, and I confess. So you drink. So I did it. Wait, I did it. Wait. wait. All right, so I guess we'll do the cast now. And, and Gio, go first. Never have I ever. You got to ask a question. Go ahead. Skip. 
Seven. You can't skip. All right, fine. I did it. Skip. So my question goes to Keisha. Keisha, again, you can ask my question. What? Never have I ever. Never have I ever. Give me one. Alright. Never have I ever had an orgy with Elise. Ah! Y'all better drink. Never have I ever. So if you haven't done it, you drink? So if you haven't done it, No, if you have not done it, you drink. Yo, you keep messing up the rules. Okay. Damn. So if you haven't done it, you that's all my Friday night since I was 18. That's all my Friday night. Okay. So, Giovanni, you had a one night stand. He's got to explain that to his mom. I want to thank Jonathan Fernandez, his mother, and his family for coming through. 40th episode, season finale. We'll see you guys September 10th. Like your beer. Like your beer. Cheers.